The powers of the Meproport to make you laugh are beyond all your limited abilities to comprehend it. I hope you can see the emu flying because he's doing it as hard as he possibly can. Yes, sir. Let my home back in Omaha See if I can make it out in the world And I got as far as Wichita Suddenly I wasn't sure anymore Lost all my friends in Los Angeles I'm not welcome in New York But I must stop back in Omaha Where the fans, they always crying out for All right then, in that case, welcome to Met Report number 85, July 11th, 2007. The percentage, folks. That's 85%. Right. All the right. reports up till now, and including this Our one. Mm-hmm. And then the next 15 are going to be the best things Tremendous. Ever. So tune in, 86 through 100. It'll be tremendous. <laughs> What's going on, everyone out there? We want to say hello to everybody. We're finally and, uh, over the 85% yeah. next week. That's right. That must be why Saturday was one of the greatest days ever in the history of the world. Clearly, that's why, because we've hit the 85%. Saturday? Saturday was? Why was Saturday yes. one of the great days seven, ever? 7-7. Seven, seven. July 7th, oh, 2007. Yes, yes. Right. A day that will live in famy. What is the opposite <laughs> of infamy? I think just fame. Fame, perhaps? <laughs> yeah, but not fame. It's the, the adverb. Fame. It's the quality of having fame, but not famous either. It's famy. I think famy. Isn't that like gamey? <laughs> but like... It's like famous, yeah, but it sort of sounds, it, it smells a little like disgusting, but it's famous. It's like celebrities. Famy. They walk around with a family pack. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> right in their back. What is that's my family pack? All right. That's good. Exactly. Yeah. That's so, but no, honestly, like, it was one of the most fun days in my entire life. Why Saturday. is that? Really? July well, wait, wait. But I numbers are all Maryland. that make Russ happy. Yeah, and a trip to Maryland where I don't sleep for 50 hours and party with people for a million years. What? You came to the East Coast and didn't tell me? The hell? I came to the East Coast for like 30 hours, Greg. It was one of the most ridiculous trips I've ever made in my life. It was absurd. On Friday night, I took a red eye from LAX to Baltimore. I got in at like 6 in the morning. I rented a car, and this was all for a wedding that was going to be on Saturday night. And I had not planned to sleep at any point in time during this exchange. So since I can't check into a hotel early at like 7 in the morning, I decided I'm going to take a tour of Baltimore, where I've never been, even though I've extensively toured like D.C. and every city around there, but never Baltimore for some reason. Really? Okay. Because I decided... (laughs) I was like, really? Because I didn't. I thought it was a hole of a hole. The armpit of the East Coast, I thought. So... I mean, I don't know how much planning was put into it. Basically, I had like half a Google map of four blocks of the city and general directions from the guy at the Hertz rent-a-car being like, go up 295 and then it's Baltimore. I'm like, great. And this is at 6 in the morning. I haven't eaten anything. Story, does this surprise any of you at all? I haven't heard anything yet that surprises me. Really? Does any of this surprise you yet? No. (laughs) So the tentative plan was to visit the Babe Ruth Museum, which was clearly the place I would want to be if I was in Baltimore, because he was born there, a couple blocks from Camden. I've been there, yeah. So 
I start driving along the Beltway and realizing without intricate maps that it was really, really freaking complicated since I had never <laughs> been there before. And it was like 95 or 195 or 695. Well, they're all the same, but they all go to different places. So I ended up in this place, it's a this like strip. rural part of Maryland called Glenbury or something. It sounded like some old Irish hamlet. And <laughs> he took a left turn and ended up in there. Scotland. <laughs> you can't get there from I here, laddie. Like leprechaun. <laughs> Welcome to Glenbury. Would you like to go to Baltimore? Because you can't from here. You stupid um, kid. So... <laughs> I was just following those knife and fork signs on the highway because I was just starving out of my mind because the only way to stay up and not sleep is to eat. So I was like, okay, knife and fork. This is pretty universal. Show me knife and fork. And uh, I ended up in a place with no knives and forks but about seven churches, six lumber yards, and eight auto mechanics in a row. I'm like, I don't like the look of this town. This is not No, that's good. where they're manufactured, Russ. Right. That's where they make the, the knives oh, and forks. they built right. the knives and forks signs. signs. Right, they right. They built the signs that direct people to dine. This is the opening for a lot of Twin Peaks outtakes. That was like a yeah, store model. The restaurant that was the floor model. On you go. So, I was making one of several U-turns at this point in the trip when <laughs> I pull into some driveway and I see this handwritten sign posted on, like, some little back-ass rural road. And it's like offers to sell people um, firewood. And the number on the firewood sign, it was backwards. It was like it was written by a dyslexic six-year-old. And this is like posted in the middle of town. It's like somebody who can't spell lumber or write numbers. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to die. I don't know how I ended up here, but I've <laughs> seen the That's true. This is the opening. To, exactly, happens. exactly. Yeah. Squeal for me, boy. Squeal, Squeal like a pig. Yeah. Wee! Oh. Wee! Oh, God. Maybe the most disturbing movie ever. I'm so That's glad I haven't seen it. It's a great, it's a great movie it story, Beatty? but it is disturbing. Isn't that his name? That guy? It is. Ned Beatty. Like and uh, Burt Reynolds is, is in really it. And it's Warren Beatty, related? I think. Oh, Warren Beatty. Is he related no. to Warren Beatty? Is Ned he like Beatty Warren is Warren Beatty's weird-looking brother? I don't know. Uh, is that how that works? I don't know about that. I just know that Burt Reynolds was he in was it. He was also the... Um, the henchman in uh, Superman. He was Lex Luthor's uh, henchman. Yes, Otis. that's correct. Same guy. And, and I will say, story, if you, li- if you like Shawshank Redemption, and you do, that you would probably like Deliverance also. You would also like Deliverance. Really? Wow. I mean, you think Story would like Deliverance? That's saying like, I think he'd be disturbed by it, like but I think he... If you like your favorite movie of all time, you would like this. I, well, I mean, like is a different... Like too easy a setup. I don't think you'd right. like to watch like, it a lot of times. If you like think, chocolate ice cream, you'll love this random food. I it's just the kind of movie you'd think was really good, but you probably... It's disturbing. Like, it's not like you watch it and you go, wow, that's a movie I like to watch just before I go to bed. Like, it's, you know, it's not one of those kind of... It's not uplifting, if right? You like but the ending of zombie flash videos. <laughs> you'll love. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so you're stuck in the middle of this river, and there's this guy looking at you, and banjo, right? Two yeah. teeth. Yeah. Okay. And then, so I drove away from the nine churches and the eight lumber yards. Found Five my way back to one of rings. the 95s. And so, after a few U-turns, I'm like, okay, I haven't eaten anything. Clearly, Baltimore will have restaurants or breakfast diners or something. Yes. So, sure. I, uh, I find my way to 295, and I exit on Russell Street, which I thought was probably a good omen. Of course. So, I'm like, I'm going to drive no. straight up Russell Street, which is this giant one-way drag that goes through Baltimore. And you found Cooperman and, uh, Avenue on the way up, and you're like, this is great. Yes. <laughs> and then I parked, and I and then stuck he bought a an flag. Apartment. <laughs> yes, yeah, and I claimed exactly. it for Goobermanium. Right, yes. The ship. And then I was like, Baltimore. And I saw a giant Camden Yards on the right side. I'm like, cool. 
And then Ooh. I drove for another six feet, and I was like, University of Maryland, cool. And then I'm like, you, you are now leaving Baltimore. I'm like, wait, wait, where's Baltimore? <laughs> <laughs> what is there? It's a stadium and a university. So I kept trying to turn around. Uh, but since it was, first of all, I realized it was like 7 in the morning on a Saturday. Cities are supposed to have people in it. That's my argument, and I'm going to stick by that. There was nobody. There were construction workers and nobody, and nobody, and nobody, and nobody. And one cute woman in scrubs crossing the street in Maryland near where the uh, medical facilities. But I'm like, this is a city, man. This is like it's major eastern seaboard city. I think, the truth I mean, is... I okay, and then... I, I had there to reassess this later, obviously. Yeah. There's a reason it had to be revived, that the city had to be revived by Camden Yards. The city has not always yeah. been tremendous, you know? Yeah, because there's nothing there. And and honestly, like, in retrospect, I see that if you go to an airport that is shared between one or more cities, none of those cities are major cities. Baltimore, <laughs> Washington, neither one counts. Only together can they be a major city combined. I see. Similarly, if you live in Raleigh or Durham, North Carolina, you don't live in a major city. Because Raleigh Durham shares an airport, so that's I how it works. Yeah, national capitals are like nothing. Those are so insignificant. That's like well, obviously. Who believes in national they, capitals anymore? Who believes you know, in those? You know, nothing but you know what? Silliness. If you want to play the capital game, do you know how many crap-ass cities are state capitals? Like yes, really, really useless, very horrible cities. Happens in state capitals, whereas national capitals of. Say, the I most influential country in the world. The exact same thing happens in state capitals, <laughs> no, just a slightly smaller scale. Like, the state government is there, and the state government lobbyists are there, and the state yeah, bureaucrats are there. On the street, thing. hanging out. Sacramento, California, <laughs> major metropolis, sprawling I mean, miles of <laughs> concrete and uh, trees, in fact. Welcome to the, hey, the Sacramento Kings. And Kansas yeah, exactly. is Baltimore, which I was like, no wonder there's no Baltimore Bullets anymore. No wonder there are no other sports teams here. This is pretty much a one-sport yeah. city. Good thing that's the Orioles best. and Ravens moved. Yeah, it's true. Oh, they got the Ravens now. That's right. They do. Wow. How in the hell do they sustain those things, man? How in God's name do those teams I mean, have any money at all? How many major cities do you think there are? I mean, I understand you moved from New York to L.A. with a brief stop in the major <laughs> well, city are. of upstate I'll New like York. Them. And Boston. But yeah, that's These are major cities, like, man. Yeah, they're basically like seven <laughs> cities in your world. In, not in the country, but in the world, basically. That's what I'm getting from you. you know, no, they're way of major at the cities. World, but they just have to have their own airport and they have to have foot traffic. Those are my two criteria. And if you have neither one of those, you're LA not a major city. LA foot traffic. In certain Where places, is there foot it does. traffic but in LA? You know what? Well, honestly, I mean, LA is places. not a real city. It's like a Just sprawling collection of suburbs. <laughs> it's not a real city. Mm. It's a fake city. I'm starting to wonder what a real city is. Would it be New York, New York City? city? The only real ah, city. yes, yes. Yeah. Right. There we go. New Jersey. What no, no, up? What up? What up? Standard is foot traffic. <laughs> right. One of the most arbitrary things I've ever heard. Well, what about the foot traffic there? People wearing... live in cities. And we call this catch. place a city. What is this? This is a river valley and a city because of the airport. No, <laughs> oh, wait a minute, though. There aren't enough NY cabs. You clearly, though, enough NY Russ, cabs, though, you if you, let me just give you a hypothetical. If you had never been here before and you drove onto... Eight million people, nobody goes outside. There's wait, no foot traffic. But wait a minute, though. Let me give you a hypothetical. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so let's say that you're driving along this place and it looks like there's a bunch of little suburban houses and there's like, you know, it's yeah. sort of pleasant, but it's on this island and it took 
took forever to get there and it was really expensive and you then left again. If that was your reaction, could you not be excused for thinking to yourself, wow, I can't believe that everyone makes such a big deal of New York City when it turns out you were just driving on a small corner of Staten Island? Because that basically is what you might have been doing, you know. You just drove up through one corner of Baltimore, Baltimore and then that was that. not that big. It's really not. Like, I tried. Every time I turned, I was in another part of Maryland, and it was no longer Baltimore. It's, like, really tough to stay in Baltimore when driving. It's not an easy task. I'm not even kidding. Like, I took a right turn. There was construction. I had to go around the construction. I went on this other street, and you're, like, entering 95 South. And I'm like, no! Gotta get it! No! And then I was gone. I was going back to the wedding. That was it. That was the end. It was pretty crappy. I mean, not well designed, because everything's one way, and it wasn't like Boston. But pretty bad. Anyway, Baltimore sucked it. Baltimore sucked it hardcore, but I was kind of glad having given a, having received a Honda Civic, which is the most burglarized car in America. So I didn't really want to hang out mm-hmm. too long in Baltimore with my Civic because I would have lost it. But otherwise, you know, it sucked. So then I drove down to uh, Columbia and did the wedding stuff and hung out with people and uh, had a tremendous time and didn't sleep for like 50 hours and was getting delirious. Wow, fun. sounds fun. And well, stories cool. better. He's like, shut up, Baltimore's awesome and sports and people and I crab like cakes. Baltimore. I do, it's crab the only cakes. redeeming city in the East Coast. If you ask oh my me. God, no. that's not the true. one I like. <laughs> oh dear God. No. See, story feels the same way that I feel about Detroit. Story feels the way I feel about Detroit. It's basically in the same thing. My my impression of Detroit Here's was another clue. hole that I need that to escape. In a major city. Yeah. Is when your whole city, when everyone say go to the city for this one thing, then it's not a major city. Because the only re- reason people go to Baltimore, they're like, for the crab cakes. That's it? Yeah, Which, by the way, are not all cakes. that great. Can you make sandwiches? They're okay. No, we can make crab cakes. And then you can have uh, some sludge. But, yeah. You can well, have Baltimore, more than one thing going for you. Baltimore does have it. There is one thing that's going for it, which is that it named its football team after an Edgar Allan Poe poem. And that's pretty cool. There are not too many football teams that can say that. I mean, there's not too many cities, that, I should say, that can say that they had their football or sports team name themselves after something literary in origin. I think that's pretty cool. You're forgetting a simple yeah. poem, The Oriole. That was so, <laughs> yes, that my was fault. so classic. <laughs> and not a chance, quote The Oriole. And, and the death came to the yeah. Red Sox. There was also that, too. I forgot about that right. one. Yeah, well, that's... Uh, yeah. Fall of the House of Mariner. <laughs> you know, nice. It turns out it's all uh, poems. Everything across the Well, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> interesting. Well, sorry about to hear about Baltimore. Hey, uh, speaking of people being sorry, I have a segue, believe it or not, to an apology email we got. And it's from Chad, who wants we to... Ap- an, is this we got Chad apologizing yeah, Chad's for being apologizing. glad that I was yes. wanting, me, wanting me to be dead? Correct. That's fantastic. That I is was correct. Waiting. I was nice. thinking the other day, like, this is long overdue, Chad. This is long overdue. Well, I in fairness, you actually meant what you said. In fairness, he actually meant. wrote this um, something like two weeks ago, but I didn't have a chance to give it to you guys till now. Greg, since you're overdue. listening to it now, it, it all happened six overdue, weeks ago. Right? That's right, exactly, exactly, yeah, exactly. So he this writes uh, a long time ago. This is from our friend Chad, yeah. great fan of the Metfort, and he LA. says, um, "Sorry about the bad proofing in my yeah. last emails, as Yahoo was sending my rough drafts instead <laughs> of my final drafts for an unknown reason." I don't understand that. Yeah, Yahoo always does that to me. I always override my email. I'm like, <laughs> like here's no. draft 13. I don't only, think you should send don't that. don't send 5 until yeah. <laughs> I send 14 and, and stamp it final in triplicate. I don't think you should mail that, that story. That email. I don't think you should sell yeah, that. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's how my email works. He says, since my but, keyboard... Uh, sometimes it's confusing. 
He said, since my keyboard loves to leave out random words, $2 keyboard, what else can you expect? I need to do some extra proofreading. And in fairness, this whole email looks to be a little bit neater, so he's recovered everything. He said, yes, I was probably drugged on some... Or maybe spent $10 on a new keyboard. That could be, too. He's upgraded. Either or. Yes, I was probably drugged on something when I was writing the emails. I only wish I knew what it was. That still living part I meant as a post-get-well-better-card thing, but it did not turn out so well. <laughs> Things don't bode well for the general populace, which he spells like the game populace, which is an interesting game, by the way, without my weekly fix of MEP report. And as for the first remedy, talking with other people See, won't help. You, it is a drug. There you go. Uh, talking with other people won't help as I was chatting it up with the other 85% of the population before writing the email. Just wait one more year. I can legally drink and all hell will break loose, or I might just become normal. Laugh out loud. Besides, the last time I got truly drunk was when I was 16 in Amsterdam, the year before they changed the laws. I think that says quite a lot about our friend Chad. That explains everything. He writes, Also, the MEP Nazi t-shirt is great. Since I can walk up to someone and say, I can glow green, <laughs> then lift my work shirt, and the glowing green MEP shirt blinds them temporarily, and then after the blindness, I finish them off by reading the How to Be Funny skit on the front of the shirt, moo ha 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 ha. Viva la undead emus. P.S. I'm already on all the spam lists out there, I think. P.P.S. Woot, I'm in your top eight in MySpace. Makes me say I feel special. No, not really, but I just had to say that. So thanks to Chad for his, as he titles it, Drugged Apologies. Thanks very much. That's We appreciate that. I didn't really see an apology there to story. More for the the typos than anything else. No, no, he said that he was well, sorry. He meant it as a get well he? thing. and He, he wasn't sorry. Oh, okay. He just was misinterpreted. <laughs> he was exactly misquoted, that's right. Saying that he was glad that he, condolences for me being sick, not, as he said, condolences that the story is alive. Right. So That wasn't uh, correct. Apology accepted, Chad. I'll just, just click on subscribe. Just click on subscribe on all those things. Right. It'll, it'll be fine. And that'll be fine. That works every time. Um, certainly doesn't sign you up for more lists. That's right. So uh, the other thing, uh, two other things I wanted to bring up quickly. First of all, I wanted to mention that uh, I have some insider information. Someone that we all know, but well, someone why didn't you well, someone that we all I was know. Say, Greg, you know I could be arrested if I make investments based on your insider information. So be careful. Well, no, you mean other than the insider or information? Or recommends that someone buys a paper when he has had insider information exposed to him. Right. That's that could right. be a conspiracy. A whole ring mm-hmm. of people. Exactly. Other than the stock that uh, I told you by before. I mean, I didn't do that. I, oh, God. So the information I have is someone that uh, I have heard from uh, a reliable source um, that has pointed us to a website. And I think it would be helpful if we all went to that website now, MEP listeners together. <laughs> this website is dcphonelist.com. And uh, what this site is, is it's a site where you can search the publicly released phone records of Deborah Palfrey, who was the um, lawyer of Pamela Martin. Now, if you may remember, Pamela Martin is the D.C. madam. She's the one who basically had a prostitute service for all the people in Washington, and everyone's freaking out about who's on her list. Uh, Did she ever go to Baltimore? Not that I know of. No, I'm not sure. (laughs) 
so basically what happened was the court ruled that she she wanted to release this public her phone record list and the court ruled that she could do it mm-hmm. so she released the list but it was just a scan so what this person has done is he and his cohorts has made it possible to search this list by typing in the number so if you have the number for someone that you suspect might have slept with the DC madam Pamela Martin you type it into this thing and it will immediately show you whether or not this person is on the list or not so this yeah. has the potential why am I to not on this list? yeah but well <laughs> I was hoping <laughs> you keep refreshing why isn't this working oh it's not good either come on update you bastard and this person has been How getting calls from thing? like the AP like the Associated <laughs> Press wants him to find other numbers <laughs> and well, even the lawyer right now Russ? yeah update <laughs> yeah, refresh keep very good records here 206 Baltimore is it in there Baltimore this 206 recently yes. right right so um. <laughs> That's the idea. And a- the AP and all these people have been contacting oh, him to wait. find out more details. Greg, and yeah. it says there's a note there. It says our database is approximately 67% complete at this time. So there you oh, go. Oh, so you're in the 33% yeah. then, clearly. Yeah. Okay, well, that's fine. Yeah. Usually the 15. In this case, I'm in the 33%. Well, it says it's the older records. And since this is back when you were 14, this happened when you were 14, right? So I could totally see it. Yeah, when I went to D.C. for... Uh, debate camp. I was 14. Wait, <laughs> I was no. I was 14 in uh, American University debate camp uh, freshman year high school. I Absolutely. See. Oh, that so even there. So the reason I bring it up though is because um, he wanted us to discuss. He actually talked to me and said that he wanted us to discuss the privacy issues here and whether we had a problem with the phone list being released to people. Now I already know the answer from story, so I thought I would just have I this discussion say, with Russ. And every so often, is that you have to know the phone number. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. Well, they're apparently they're working on the other side of things, too. So is there a privacy issue okay. that should be considered or not? I'll ask this to Russ because story I, I already know the answer. report. Okay. The girl that I'm going out with tomorrow night is also not on the list of having uh, hired <laughs> nice. from Washington, D.C. Outstanding. This is good. This is great. This is almost like being able to check for, you know, diseases from someone you're about to go out with in a very, very incomplete and rudimentary way. You just stick the phone number in the nice. database. My mother is also not on like, this list, too. At least you know so my mother thing. never had this happen. It's better than no knowledge. That's good to know. Knowledge is half the battle. You can at least know that you guys sleep don't with know a is that- D.C. madam. Every number that's being entered into this is actually being put on every call list in America. This website's going to make a lot of money. Yeah. But keep putting in your mothers and friends. That's good. Good idea. Damn it. This is the anti-do-not-call list. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. So, yeah. Call list. So, how about that? Yeah. So, um, please call all the time list. But, Russ, what do you should think about... privacy issues with what, Greg? Well, I mean, is the pri- should, should this... Number one, should the records have been released at all? Number two, should these people be making it easier for people to search the records? Is there an ethical dilemma that we should <laughs> yes. care about? Why? No. Because it's funny or just because no? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I do sort of believe more in a European system where people's private lives aren't tied up with their uh, their morals and their philosophical stances as politicians. But in this country, I just don't feel like we can leave out anything because they're just – it just seems to me that the morals in this country encourage people to just get anything that they can get away with they will try to. And any edge that they can get to deceive people or to one-up people, they will do because we have no morals in this country. And so therefore, under circumstances like that, you really do have to have open disclosure about, about everything or else people just find whatever loopholes are available to hide horrible things that they did because they have no druthers. And this is just the way things are right now. They have no druthers? So she said. About anything. 
Yes. <laughs> I have druthers. druthers. Just, you know, be good people. How many druthers you have? If I had my druthers, and I have none left. Okay. I didn't have any druthers or sisters. Yeah. Um, and uh, story, I assume your only question would be, why have these not been released in every language and translated and actually yeah, exactly. passed out why to school children? To right. To school children. Exactly. Why isn't it on MySpace? DCphonelist.myspace.com. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, it should just you know, it should just have names. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be like and that pictures. in your face or going over the top. Names and pictures names. and home addresses. Pictures would be okay. And phone numbers and possibly major credit cards. And one of those flash games where you can uh, control a laser beam being, you know, in a satellite that points at their house and shoot them with it if you click on the button. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? Um, let's see, no? You know, they have those now where they have, like, a little remote control gun set up at a shooting range, and if you go to a certain website, you can control the gun, you know, in real time yes. from your computer, and then click your mouse button to shoot it. There should be more what? things like that. Yeah, you haven't heard of this You've story? Seen it? It's really fun. It's, yeah. It is. It's really fun. The only problem is, like you know, when you find out about it on, like, big.com, then you have like 25,000 people trying to control one paintball gun, and that doesn't work out very well because it just clogs the hell out of the website. It's like, sorry, 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 sorry. Somebody's trying to load this now. You you are 25,000th in line. <laughs> the remote gun is like firing at itself. It's like, I can't take a... <laughs> oh, my God. Refresh. All right, so basically there's... There's no particular privacy issues, so I guess that answers this question to this person. So um, we say go forth Again, and like reveal more people. If you wanted to, if people were accountable for themselves, then you could give them all sorts of benefits and you know extra responsibility. Like you could give them more privacy if they proved that they were any way worthy of it. But do you really think in this country that people in the public eye are worthy of privacy? Who are you know the decision makers, not the idiot celebrities? Who gives a shit about them? But the, the decision makers have in no way established that they're ready for that. They don't deserve any privacy until they can do something. I guess the question is who's deciding as to what's, what's appropriate and not for being private, right? I mean, like, who determines that? It's one of those things that if you had reason, you know, if you could earn it, you wouldn't have reason for it, which is why I don't believe in privacy. Like, the people who could earn it would be the people who don't need it. So nobody needs it. No, I mean, I think there are things that don't need to be a public matter, but are also completely harmless. The problem is, is that the people that we have running this country believe in things like executive privilege, which means whatever you say to them, however you try to hold them accountable, they just use the words executive mm -hmm. privilege and they never have to do anything. Yep. And that's a problem. Yep. That can't exist anymore. I agree. What subpoenas? No, divine right Diplomatic immunity. Diplomatic immunity. They have given themselves. They've given themselves diplomatic diplomatic immunity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I suppose. Pretty sure we subpoenaed you. Nope. We're pretty sure we cut off your funding. No, you didn't. Look, I have a wallet right here. Executive privilege. I know it's true. Executive privilege, which basically by that means I get to do anything because I'm the executive, and it's my privilege. That's what it is. And then out of the other side of their mouth. They're like, we don't have, we, you know what they, I think they actually said this week, you know, the whole stupid Cheney statement where he says he's not yes. part of the executive branch yes. because he breaks tie votes right. in the Senate. Yes, which is funny. So he's like, I don't have to answer to your subpoena because that only applies to the executive and I'm not part of that. And also executive privilege. What? Right. But you just said, no, no, yes. executive privilege. It's, I'm not part like of the executive the branch. Shattershot what? Off. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's, it's like, and, and that's appropriate with Cheney. Scattershot, scattershot op is very appropriate Total in that mechanism. particular case. Yes, I agree. I'm not part of the executive by which I take their privilege. Now turn around, so I can blow you away in the face. Mm -hmm. 
Really? Is there a lesser mm-hmm. human being on the planet than Dick Cheney? There, there must be. I also love, by the way, that we got today a warning that Al-Qaeda has reformed. They're like, this could strengthen the president's hand. I was like, by proving that he's so incompetent that he's done nothing to affect Al-Qaeda. Clearly, this is a good thing for George. I was like, you know... What I'm just you? getting tired of all of this warnings, terrorist warnings. I think I'm everybody is, too, though. I think everyone's doing that, though. Everyone's, a, everyone's tired of it. And they're like, coming up, is it more likely to be hit by terrorist attacks in the summer? And I'm like, give me a break, NPR. You did not just say that. Yep. That's your story. Are we going to be killed by terrorists in the summer? Do you realize, people, that you have a, a much greater chance of being killed by your own doctor than by a terrorist? By thousands and thousands well, of Russ, times. the people in Britain thousands were doctors. Upon thousands. They were doctors. Upon thousands. Fear them. Oh, my God. What if they're doctors <laughs> yeah. and an Al-Qaeda? Holy God! <laughs> uh, it's true, though. No, They're it's true. A lot of the people in Britain were doctors. Pilots now. It's all part of it. They're yeah, prescribing true. bad drugs to you. Yeah, they and said. And also infiltrating things. This guy said right after the the botched uh, plots in Britain. This guy was like, someone had said to me, "Those who try to heal you will try to kill you." I'm like, does every terrorist speak in these incredibly, you know, like dramatic terms? Like, and therefore, those who you believe are closest to you are farthest away. And it's like, I Honestly, like, like is everyone dramatic like this? Shouldn't shouldn't the news story be instead of being about terrorism say, you know, if you haven't slept in more than thirty hours, you're going to die the next time you try to drive your car. Like that would be far more plausible than you're gonna I get agree. killed by a terrorist because people die all the time. Well, like really, that. if you're going to get in your car, you may die. I mean I would love to see <laughs> just for one day the media treat cars, you know, as the proportional amount of risk to terrorist attacks. Yep. You know, treat it for one day. I agree. I mean, you would have people, like, having aneurysms on the screen, trying to express <laughs> the amount of excitement that they would need to convey to actually convey the relative danger proportion of automobiles. Just automobiles used properly as they normally are in everyday United States of America. That's right. Versus death by terrorist attack. Well, that's what... Uh, so that would be really exciting to see. I can see story like watching the... Or, or one of you guys watching the news, and it's like, and now, the terrible danger of cars. And you're like, yes! It's like, when driven by Al-Qaeda. You're like, God! Damn it! Oh, Damn I it. thought we were there. The end of a suicide bomber. <laughs> you fuckers. Yeah, I know. It is It is completely ridiculous. No. It is a complete joke. Yeah. Um, but at they least... They could talk about anything. They could talk about athlete's foot. Athlete's foot Spring is fed. the cause of more suffering than terrorists. Yes, it's true. Athlete's it's true. foot brought oh to you God. by Al-Qaeda. Da, da, da. Yeah. I need Tomacton right now. <laughs> Brought to you by Tomacton. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and John Madden's like, there. when you've got Tomacton, Tomacton, uh, boom. John oh, that's a little unfortunate. Maybe I shouldn't yep. use the boom term. John Madden would be boom. the Achilles, uh, I mean, uh, Achilles, uh, the athlete's foot czar. Exactly. We've appointed John Madden. The athlete's okay, foot czar. So the athlete's like foot index today in is boom. It yeah. might go up to <laughs> boom, boom. They have commercials like showing like out like Bin Laden's face on the guy's foot, and it's like, no, not tonight. Ah. Yeah. There, yeah. get rid of Al Qaeda on your foot. It's like Red a little face in America. fungus monster, but it's, it's okay. But it's actually Al Qaeda. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, that's Honestly, too funny. If we could take a proportion, we could compare road rage to Al Qaeda. How many more people does road rage kill than Al Qaeda? I'm gonna say yeah. a million people every year. I'd say that's fair. Al Qaeda. I'd say that's fair. Lightning. You know, I bet it's close. I bet it's pretty close. If you give it like a five-year span. Are you out of your mind? 
I got a better one. I think lightning's gonna outdo Al Qaeda. I got a better one. How about stress well, caused by news reports people. about Al Qaeda? I'll bet yeah. that. I'm this serious. True. That's got to kill oh, yeah. more people than Al Qaeda. I'm serious. Yeah. Right? This next report could kill you if you watch it. Coming up next. <laughs> <laughs> and later, is the media going too far in reporting about death and scaring? <laughs> are these and, dr- <laughs> and farther to that from our earlier report? Are the dramatic transitions too much? Well, that's what my mom, my mom was saying the other day that she hates the news reports that they always have to have these tags. It's like, and so the child was safe mm-hmm. for now. Like they always have to add on. And but would it and be safe in the future? Know. Are you sure she wasn't watching mystery? Yeah, well, that that could also be. It, yeah. <laughs> I'm just adding in the. Bah, bah, bah. Yeah, I'm just that's that's my doing. So. Where an Islamic fundamentalist could be hiding in your cake batter. <laughs> Beware, America. Biswick, Biswick could kill you more than Al Qaeda. Next film at eleven. It's true. It's true. Well, you know the 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 boogeyman you don't know is more dangerous than the boogeyman you do, I guess. Yeah. You know, I was gonna say I, I have I, these strange fantasies. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, that go wasn't interesting. What I was gonna say. Oh well, no, no, it's okay. You can tell me about your strange fantasies. I'm fine I have with that. Strange fantasies. I have oh, s- never mind. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Never mind. It's definitely usual strange fantasies. Can't trust me. Try to go ahead and try the strange fantasy, Russ. After you. For years, I've had these strange fantasies of some ridiculously powerful being just coming into our country, be it an alien or maybe a reincarnated deity. It could be Jesus. I don't really care. I'm not rooting for one side or the other. It doesn't matter. And they just, like, basically take the baby rattle away from the people in power and just just to watch the freak out, to be like, okay, you, President of the United States, you have failed beyond any possible calculation of what we could have expected. You now have no power or ever again. You have lost the ability to ever control anything ever again. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to take things from here. And just watch what would happen. Like the panic and everyone freak out. I'm the decider. I'm like, the decider. Wow. I'm the decider. I'm glad. Ah. I'm glad we're not in charge of anything anymore because we really can't handle a goddamn thing. Thank you, alien guy. Yeah, it's true. Uh, it is. It is a good question. You wonder if they would just sort of. They probably wouldn't know All what right, to guys, do with themselves. I gotta go. Though. I got a plane to go into Washington. So I'll calculate it. Right, 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 right. That's 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 an excellent. There you go. Wait a minute. I knew it. It's all part of the plan. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, oh my goodness! I was just waiting for someone to make the request, you know. Yeah, well, so, uh, that's part of the condition. Please go take away their request. toys, for God's sake! Take away their power! Take away their toys! Take away their power! <laughs> that's very dramatic. That sound effect brought to you by Story is the sound effect more dangerous than Al Qaeda? Sorry, I apologize. Um, so I do have something which might be more dangerous than Al Qaeda, and I'll tell you guys what it is. It's the second thing I was going to bring up. So I don't know if you heard about this, but it'll fit into your guys' conspiracy theories about everything. Baseball, my friends, is threatened. <laughs> Baseball itself. You paranoid friend. And I'm not making You'll this up. This. Baseball itself may be coming to an end. Do you guys know why? Do cell phones kill it? No, they did not. Is it, is it, are they made with bees? <laughs> the bees, oh the bees are like no bees more. Ball. Oh, bees ball. I totally know we what you're talking about. We've figured out a way to save the bees. We're going to put them in these balls <laughs> that will protect them from the electromagnetic frequencies of cell phones. And then we'll hit them hard. And they will oh have God, to flap their wings run. all at the same time to make the ball fly in one direction. <laughs> Great. They'll learn. That'll be wonderful. And plus they can't yeah. sting you anymore. Is it Tim Carver's play-by-play? On the end that, of the is, ball. That, is, that is a very good is, suggestion, is that but what no. Does it? That, that is would, it Tim McCarver who spent three innings being like, so, all of you fans who only tune into baseball during now in the playoffs, I'm going to bitch and moan about steroids and try to ruin everyone's fandom. 
No, although that's a good uh, that's a good one. I like no. that. But no, that was not um, okay. that was not the answer. Yeah. I'm afraid. No, what it is is much more practical. Is okay. it because of uh, the uh, the roller derby? I hear that's really getting popular. Uh, yeah. I'm not talking about popularity. Seriously. I'm talking about the physical <laughs> conclusion of baseball, the sport. I'm talking about they have to shut it down. What? And the reason why is... They, oh, that's right. The number conclusion? nine is I, <laughs> The number nine is over. So they'd have to skip straight what? to ten. And then that's true. only Russ's ex-girlfriend would, would end the baseball game. <laughs> Damn! Ex-girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend, huh? We don't know Didn't know what that far. Person... Person uh, dated one. X. X I thought she was cute. Even I have a higher standard of girlfriend than that. Yes, exactly. Exactly. No. See how many girlfriends yes. I would have had to think about <laughs> if that were true? <laughs> That'd be I a actually, lot of them. I feel a certain personal responsibility for people who were actual girlfriends. Like, <laughs> have to keep in touch with them and be a good person. Not people I've dated right. once. Give me a break. Especially ones who Jesus think that God. there's only seven innings in a baseball game. But anyway, no. I'm eight talking innings, about something please. much... Eight or oh, ten. eight innings. He almost made it. Eight oh, eight or ten. All right. Never a or 10. Gotcha. Why would it have an odd number? That's just weird. 8 or 10 choice. So here's what it is. So what, it, what it actually is, is you guys may have heard that um, baseball bats are made out of two basic kinds of wood. Now, there's a few that are made out of maple, but the vast majority of baseball Aren't bats... are made out of pine? No. They're made out of a thing called... A, a wood called white, called white ash. And this ash tree, which mostly okay. grows in western Pennsylvania, is currently under attack by this um, this insect, a borer, I think, the white ash borer. Is which, it a longhorn beetle thing? Well, yeah, which basically is going to destroy much of it. They've even what they've started to is do is like part of the National Football League. No, yeah, exactly. What they've tried to do <laughs> is they've they've yeah, it's got little helmets and everything. No, what they've tried to do is they've tried to actually save seeds of the uh, trees so that basically now I don't really understand how this works, but when the bugs leave, then we'll replant them. Oh. So it's like we take them away, the bugs come, then we replant them when great. they leave. So what it means and then is... we're going to have this huge debate about whether we can save embryonic stem cells of white ash trees. This is going to be <laughs> awesome. They're going to be in a test tube, and then they're going to be... Here's what like, I don't no, understand. ...research an even greater kind of tree. I'm talking about something simple, and you guys are like, maybe it's a mob hit by a grow bug into that... the shape of baseball bats. <laughs> we don't exactly. even need the factories anymore. Uh, just, they, just snap them off the truck, <laughs> and you have, uh, they, you have a nice tree. Different sizes at different levels of the tree. 32 <laughs> ounces there, 36 <laughs> ounces near the base. But this is a serious it's issue. Awesome. Like They, they never, don't They don't know what they're going to do about the bats. They're going to have to make them out of something. This is a red bat tree. Yeah, man. They, they, this is a they're in trouble. Exactly. Beige bat tree. Blue bat. This is a black yep. bat tree. Black so bat. they're going to have to make yep. them out of like balsa wood, <laughs> which will lead to a lot fewer home runs, I think. You know what I would like to see? Yeah. I would like More to see teak. players teak. have to have wooden implants in their board. knuckles, <laughs> and then they would have to swing and try to hit the ball with their fists. Surprisingly, <laughs> Russ comes up with a bionic wow. theory. I'd like them to be a cyborg, so I could watch oh, them be a cyborg, and then they could be cyborgs, because that way they'd be a cyborg. No, but wooden. And cyborgs. It's like an old, old school cyborg. <laughs> no metal or plastic, just wood. A 19th century cyborg. Like an old Coupe de Ville. It's like, like with the wood siding. It's like we'll give them a weird hybrid look. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a tremendous. Here strides Albert Pujols to the plate. Oh, his hand is on fire. What do you mean? It's burning. His whole hand is on fire. It's, it's they can, Oh, it's terrible. But they can use either hand. So if they can like switch around, or they can yeah, throw Russ, a right hook or an uppercut. What would they, they make? But they'd make block. the wood of the arm out of white ash. So then the people would be dying instead of the trees. It's just the boar would be going after the people, They're like digging into the arm what and tree people like in Middle Earth. 
And you know, it's actually those can those yeah, would be the best tree beard, right? If you require, ents, yeah, actually, the Ents, the ents actually. What an original name that was. It's actually, um, the Ents. Well, but they're tree ents in Dark Age of Camelot, right. which right. is why I know that. Yes, so yes, oh, it's okay. the Ents. <laughs> Interesting. We must hit the ball. Eight hundred feet. Yeah. Yes. And they'll all be like Barry Bonds and Frank Thomas. Yep. They'll hit it a mile away and then won't be able to round the bases. Paul Bunyan this. Hey man, we've got steroids. Let's even out the scales. These guys want to be so strong, you don't get bats anymore. You have to use your fists. I think that's... <laughs> they just have to punch the ball into the outfield. That's what I'm saying. Uh, don't they have to punch the ball. <laughs> There's no bats. It's like Street Fighter. Don't How did this happen? It? Oh yes. my God! I didn't understand that. Well, saying. I, I got the impression attack. you were swinging your. I, I got you, the impression you were swinging your no, arm, no swing. and your arm was you made of wood. You swing your arms, but no. like like you're trying to punch the ball, and you get some kind no, of knuckle implants. Knuckle. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Knuckle implants. <laughs> And yeah. they go, blap, or, or brass knuckles. Bam. That, that so, in this situation, how do they determine boof. if you were boof. hit by the pitch he, or if you hit the pitch? He has a hitting sound effect in his name. He'd be boof. He'd go, boof, yeah. But, like, seriously, Space how do you pitch. do that, Isn't Russ? Boof, though, like a pop-up? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, don't Batman sound effect. People like, are changing their names to, like, Flack or Crack. Yeah, Zowie. It's like a bad Batman cartoon. Zowie, Kapow. Or Woody Sideboard. Future Hall of Famer Woody Sideboard. Woody Sideboard. So plays for the Coupe de Ville. But but Russ, yeah. how do you figure out who's gotten hit by the pitch and who has hit the pitch? Like, how would you determine this? No, that rule goes away. That's no, no more. No more. No hit by pitch equals base. Yeah. <laughs> no exactly. So what's the strike zone? In fact, if you swing with your helmet, it's extra points. That's great. The strike zone goes from the middle of your Adam's apple down to your nuts. And that's where it is. And they have to throw it right at you. Well, I think that's a little and bit you low, Bob. Defend yourself well, it by seems punching like he the is. ball. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is such a well then idea. I just took it Essentially your entire torso is the strike zone. <laughs> that's that's um this is such a, an idea. And, and it'll also be good because it'll give got a out. lot more minor oh, leaguers a chance. Hip <laughs> you don't have to worry about these long-term contracts. There's way more attrition, so you have lots more minor leaguers coming up from the dead players. Uh, the veteran of two years stands in at the plate. He's the oldest player in the major leagues at 23. And yeah, because yeah. you know if you have a batting average of like less than 800, you probably sustain too many injuries to keep playing. That's yes, that's probably so. true. I think this is a great idea. And, and how would you create this implant system? May I ask? How would they do this? Well, whatever, man. Do what you need to do. They can reattach fingers. They can put building blocks into people's knuckles. I'm convinced that we can do it. Frickin' HMO system's got to be good for something in this country. These this people have the best really healthcare in the world. The in the this is the Major League Baseball <laughs> Players Association. They have damn good healthcare. Get them in the, the hospital. Put do in what you implants. need to do. <laughs> can you imagine yeah. some guy like downloads this and is like, I heard the Met Report's good for really serious discussion. He comes out of it thinking like, yeah. people punch bats, blah, 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 wood in hands, blah, blah, blah. you know, like, it's, it's, they might get the wrong idea. All right, well, fine then. So this is not a threat. You're not worried. It's just a matter of, you know, being able to implant wood into a guy's knuckles, and then that takes care of that. So you're fine with that. Now, would the pitchers get any advantages? Like, could the pitchers throw knives occasionally? Or you occasionally? Have, like, a hinge. You know? <laughs> and then you catch the knife on your God. fist, and it's like, sting! Not knives. And you're like, no! Only and then you throw it away. Wow. Knives would be too dangerous. Right, right, yeah. Just like Blue Rock, sure, the master yeah. of silverware. He's like, knives? What am I? Cut, cutlery? Stab man? Master of cutlery? No, I'm Blue Raja. Right. Master of silverware. Um, you could just put, like, a little hinge 
on the outside of the knuckle, and then you would have some apparatus like a, a brass knuckle made of wood or some kind of board. I'm sorry, a brass knuckle made of wood? Hand when you're going to bat. Did you say a brass knuckle made yeah, of wood? Yeah, a wood knuckle. Made yeah. of brass. A wood, might knuckle. Be a wood knuckle. A wood knuckle yeah. made of brass. A wood knuckle. <laughs> or a Not wood, to be confused a with a wooden knuckle. 100% wooden brass. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's why I didn't say it. Exactly. <laughs> because it's confusing. A buffalo knuckle. It's gold and yet <laughs> lead. Okay, oh, you just go and breed. For it. You just crossbreed people with buffaloes, okay? And then they grow buffalo knuckles and they hit it out of the air. That's great. It's all good. And I want to see Joe Nuxall pitch to Buffalo Knuckle. That would be a great match. <laughs> when I read you Chad's email, did you get drugged with the same drug he was on when he wrote us? Is that what happened? When, is that how we lost control here? <laughs> did we veer off to the left side life, when this happened? How did, Greg, how did this happen? I didn't yeah. sleep for a 50-hour stretch this week. You're going to have to forgive me. I'm still recovering. And every time you tell the story, it increases. Issues. It was 30, now it's 50. It's going to be like, Greg, I haven't <laughs> slept for five yeah. months. And in five straight months of not sleeping, what I've learned is that... Greg, I was born awake, and I still haven't learned that. <laughs> I, I don't have eyelids. Uh, I can't sleep. You're my friend. <laughs> yeah. I just can't sleep. Where is that? Take a pill. No, I can't do it. I don't have any was, eyelids. Yeah. My my car was broken into twice in a 72-hour period, so that's my excuse. Pieces number glass pieces number seven and eight that were shattered. In this same vehicle Wait, that we have owned for someone three, broke into your car again, again, twice. Why? Twice. Two different. Why times. do you keep two different? Why do you keep your gold in bars in the car? I've told you not to put, keep your gold bar in the car. Candy on the front Take seat. the gold. He's like candy and little signs. Like come get the and candy. a gold bar. Robber band. <laughs> I really know you want that pile of iPods. You know, when I went to the auction <laughs> and bought the remaindered car that had the Bin Laden customized plate. There you go. You know, the Bin Laden novelty plate there. I didn't think it would be such a big deal. I didn't think he'd really upset that many people while he was driving around and in the U.S., but does, um, does that was a mistake. Go, no, 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 no. Very nice, very nice. <laughs> exactly. So, well, people just want to know if it does or not. So, so uh, Sunday, 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 we, uh, Sunday, Sunday. The, the baseball game. Yes, exactly. We see the a, uh, M's beat the A's for the th third straight time. Fantastic game. Lots of fun. Come back out. And not only is our uh, left side passenger, or left side driver window, left side front driver window, uh, smashed in a million little pieces on the ground and all up in the seat. And the stereo is sort of half pried out, but they didn't manage to get it. But shortly after, we get one of the uh, the BART police, because we were in the BART parking lot, the subway system in the in the Bay Area. One of the BART police comes over and takes a look at it, and then these two people with this huge digital camera come over, and they have like 37 pictures of the guy breaking into this car and a what? couple of other ones around, because there's also awesome. other pieces nice. of glass all over the place. So it's a guy and a girl, and the girl apparently knows the guy, and like you know says whatever his first name is. I, I didn't I didn't catch what the first name was, but says oh yeah it's you know so and so. I think it was Woody's sideboard. And here's all the pictures. That's the yeah, he's testing he, guys. Wood and like, must as they just go destroying glass all over the city. Glass must smash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like hurt. so Doesn't you hurt. know <laughs> he's got. Like his screwdriver, he's bashing in the window. He turns at one point and looks directly at the camera, which is like in the house across the street <laughs> from the parking lot. It's amazing. He's just got, and the cop is he's like, I've been a cop for eight years. I've never seen anything like this. This is incredible. But they clearly had like this vendetta against the guy. Like they done, they knew him. They didn't like him. It's like they had done a stakeout for this guy nice. who was going to break into cars. It was totally hysterical. So what's going to so happen? Then, 48 hours later. Oh, okay. 
So that was like, you know, well, we went and got it fixed. You know, we drove it to the auto shop place the next morning. So Monday morning, got it fixed. Monday night, park it. Tuesday morning, Emily uh, gets up to go to work, drive to Sacramento. Someone has kicked in the front window. Oh, my window God. What the? What? What? Story. Story. Can I just tell you something very quickly? That is not efficient. I'm not going to make this an anti-West Coast diatribe, but can I just say, knock on everything, I have never had my car broken into living for years in Boston and New York and everywhere. How is it you live in the greatest city on the free earth and you get your car broken into every other freaking second? Like, you really have set a record for car break-ins. I think it's pretty much official. I mean, it's just this car. I also, to be fair, I had the Kia out here for almost as long and the Kia was never touched once. The Kia didn't no, it was just so smashed all the time, but people were like running their cars into it. it. <laughs> That's all that happened to the Kia. No. No? Never? No, no. So what is with this Kia. car? No. The Saturn Is this car like had, hey, we were in the, the Kia worst time. Glass. Remember when we hit those it's old people in the Kia? In the Saturn. <laughs> okay. Oh, we that's true. But that was time. totally my fault. That was like completely human error on my is fault. Is this car and like? And they they made another human error of no, not filing they were, insurance. They were evil people. Is it the car? Is this car the coolest they were looking really car crappy ever? They were people, but I had totally backed into them. It was really. Oh bad. well, that's huh? yeah. Is this car the coolest looking car? I mean, why I can't is this drive and park? Why is this car sure. being attacked? I don't understand. Why this car? Well, I mean, you know, the Bart officer said something about the Saturns are well targeted. He claimed that they're right behind Accords and Camrys. I've never heard that before, so I'm a little skeptical. That's I mean, all based on, kind of but yeah. Because of your civics. statistics. Or civics, that's Number what I mean. One. They're like, it's civics. behind cars, civics thanks to Story's yeah, exactly. car, which has been broken into a thousand yeah. times. My one Saturn is just <laughs> shooting Saturns up the ranks the entire time. Yeah, it's, it's really tremendous. So... So, yeah, so, but apparently, I mean, what's great about this last incident is it was pure vindictiveness. It was not, they were not trying to break in at all. So the first one, they at least tried to pry the stereo out, but they didn't get it all the way, and they realized we had a detachable faceplate and probably gave up, or maybe they saw the flash of the camera across the street, who knows. Anyway, so they bailed at some point, and they just sort of had it half pried out. But this guy, or, you know, girl, or whoever it was, in the middle of the night following, they, Cyborg. there Alien. were footprints footprints all over like the front of the car and the car hood and they didn't even like completely smash in the windshield they shattered it completely but they didn't actually get into the car they didn't kick it all the way through it was just shattered in zillions of pieces but still you know together so uh pure vendetta or you know hard to get through a windshield yeah kind of hard so so we actually briefly entertained a theory that the guy who had had his pictures taken, like, went out and found us, like, looked us up on our DMV records and found the car and kicked it in because he was so upset. Seems reasonable to me. Some other person he had pissed off was taken. Well, it turns out the mechanic you had the side window repaired at was actually the place where it was the father of the guy who kicked in the side window. So that's how it all all went down. No, they were actually horrified. Emily went back to the same place. It was that movie Body Parts where you get like the evil window installed in your there car you go. and it makes your car evil and then it busts its own windshield out of uh, hatred. With its own footprints? Because now the car the is outside evil. the car? Yes. <laughs> so that makes sure all clear. Yeah. It like turned the air condition. It like turned the heat up all the way and then it blasted AC in the window to make it shatter. I see. Like in a way that only supernatural cars can it, do. It's a depressed carry, in other words. From hot to cold. It's a depressed carry. Or not Carrie. Yeah. What, what's the, yeah, Carrie. As opposed to those moments that Carrie Shatter. was so 
you know, uplifted and happy. Yes, exactly. Well, you know, really that's, that I guess that's fair. Pyrokinetic. That would be really cool, though. Not Carrie. What's the name of the car? Flames. There's a car that, like, Stephen King car that, like, is... Oh, Herbie? the car. The love bug? No, no. The, yeah. the bug. No, the horrible Herbie. car. Not, not the love <laughs> bug. No, the Stephen King car. I saw the movie once. It was that's terrible. That's the most anthropomorphic car in cinema history. That is true. I don't know what you're talking that about. That is true. Uh, Christine. That's, that's, that's right, Christine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Christine. All right, so then... And so what you're telling me is, so so they brought it back and they were horrified at the fact that someone Aguilera. kicked in your... Yeah, they were horrified because Emily had made the reservation on the phone, you know, at the exact same place and just take it back and they were like, oh my God, we didn't know you're the same customer. This is terrible. We would have come out there. This is so horrible. They couldn't believe it. Nobody could believe it. I still don't believe it. I'm telling you, you know, the story I and you I guys should, uh, Maybe I it didn't I would advise you put that uh, the transparent foam in your uh, window slots now. I think the glass is not working out so much. Transparent foam? I would transition. Yeah, Sorry. I know. I just want to do yeah. cellophane and just leave nothing in the car at any time. Just convert it into a convertible. I mean, seriously, it's actually motivating me. In all honesty, I've actually thought, and, and we went through a spate of this. There were two in a week before, a long time ago, around the time Emily and I got married, when we first got the car. We had two in a week. And there was a point in time shortly after that when I was actually surprised every time that I went outside and there was not, you know, glass of some sort smashed in this car. Oh, my God. So, I mean, I actually, like, and this morning, again, I revisited that feeling. I went out, and the preponderance of the expectation was that something would be broken. And then it's like, oh, it's a surprise. It's all intact. That's great. What has changed from the status quo? So, well, Saturn, yeah, not so, a very smart company. One of the few car companies that still uses glass in the windows. Most other car companies have uh, they've used the transparent aluminum from Star Trek, which is why the Saturns are such a target. Because otherwise you could break your ankle trying to kick yeah. that stuff in, man. I know, seriously. Safe. <laughs> so I'm really motivated to just leave the car unlocked now. It's just like, I'll save you the trouble, okay? There's nothing in there. You want to get in and try to get something. It's just unlocked. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it unlocked at all times. How about using the, the method? I'm, really, I'm almost the dash. there. Just don't break the damn glass. That's what's actually going to steal. It's going to net you zero, and it's going to lose us $200 every time because we have to buy new glass. So just stop doing it. Wait, doesn't insurance cover this? That's pretty much where you I should, am right now. You should put a sign yes, on your car. our $300 deductible covers the $200 glass repair. <laughs> you might not want to have a deductible anymore, I'm thinking. It covers it perfectly. I think you've proven that uh, yeah, you live in a high-risk area. Unfortunately, for better or for worse... Of that kind, it's the only thing that, that we're able to have. That's the lowest deductible they offer. Uh, I see. Kind of I see. Thing. What's that crystal stuff know. that they make the uh, crystal stemware out of? Like the special cool European glass. You should get that. Yeah, I'll get some of that. Then, then <laughs> insurance will. It'll be only you know. My deductible will be a tiny fraction of what Actually, to well, replace them. Actually, make your windows you're out of maple. The same, basically. Make your windows out of maple. You're just going to pay your $300, yeah, and then the insurance will cover the $2,000 for the crystal stemware right. windows. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And then they'll stop covering it after the third time it gets smashed. They'll be like, isn't this a little fragile? Maybe bubble wrap. And then you'll paint I'm, I'm thinking on the outside wrap. of the car, in emergency, don't break glass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or really just stop breaking glass. 
please. Don't break glass. Over this this is not a Jewish don't wedding. Break Stop In breaking glass. Yes. That's true. Maybe they're no just celebrating your wedding launched. story over and over again. They're like, again, people keep luck. getting married. Bad. Jews keep yeah, getting exactly. married and stories cars nearby. They're like, we can't finish it. Well, that explains the kick in. They're like, had a little okay. dance on top of the hood, and then they kicked in the windshield and smashed. The there we go. Outside. Yeah. Yay. They actually stepped on a glass on top of the glass, but then they took the glass. Then they're really upset about it. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. And then they open it up That's so they can have your stereo playing. Hava, Nagila, Hava, Nagila, Hava. You should have seen the they put over the Saturn, man. It was crazy. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, do you remember the one Thought. time when you came to the center and there was a chuppah, like, laying against it? You're exactly. like, what is this thing? He just left Why on the And they left several yarmulkes on the seat, yeah. and then it all made sense. Yarmulkes yeah. strewn <laughs> randomly on the street. Oh, my God. Damn them. Oh, my God. Uh, Jewish weddings? Stop <laughs> breaking a glass. Wow. So, I mean, there's nothing you can do, I guess. Freaking Berkeley Jewish wedding syndicate. <laughs> Really Ashanda, Ashanda well, on your Jewish wedding. Ashanda. <laughs> that was the other thing that the uh, the auto shop, the auto glass place, asked Emily. Was like, where do you guys live? They were really horrified. And this is like the nicest neighborhood of the three we've lived in. And he's like, since we in moved Batsville. to the Bay Area. Oh it's well, Batsville. Yeah. Exactly. See. People really Batsville. like Batsville. <laughs> Yeah, but they, it fell on hard times until they started breeding this new breed of knuckle knuckle baseball players. They're a little rowdy, but they're going to be real good in about ten years. Just Batsville. wait. They're all five year olds now. Well, it's in Crowbar City, you know. Batsville. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the place. I see. Yeah, so it's been a great week. I can understand yeah. how. So, but I, I get really flippant about it at this point town. because it is. Won't you take me to Breaky Town? Yeah. Gotta so, find a car that's gonna be right for me. I've been broken into four times. The front windshield's been smashed twice, the back windshield once, and the driver's side window once now. There are three original pieces of glass remaining. The rear window hasn't been hit yet? The rear window hasn't been hit? No, the rear window no, the rear window's been taken out once. It's uh, the um it's both of the passenger rear windows. But not the window wings, because those have both been taken out multiple times each. And uh, and the passenger side front window. Those are the only things that are intact from the original the original vehicle. Now it's like a challenge. It's like you should put will, razor blades like on a, your it's windows. It's like a reality, like a reality show. Which will be the last you piece of glass Should booby trap your car. Yeah. Who's the last piece Maybe of glass floating out like the island? Car bomb. I'll booby trap it into a bomb. And you should. Whoever opens it. Blam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like like when I was a kid, I told you about the mailbox. And the odds are it's not going to be me before right. somebody else That's tries. That's right. The odds are someone else will beat me to it on any given night. Wow. Or you could Mad Max it out. You could put the extra paneling and the spikes and stuff, and then put, like, shoulder pads inside oh, yeah. the car, like you're wearing a Mad Max mm -hmm. outfit whenever you drive. Nice. Then they wouldn't. Sure, and Mel Gibson. <laughs> there would be no Jewish weddings on the hood if I put Mel Gibson in. <laughs> and then you'd have to have you'd have to have Emily Emily on the outside singing. Mad Max is all over it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I am not in the mood to get married now. It's Mel Gibson. This oh, car is protected by the insane ravings of Mel Gibson. Exactly. Please move along. Yeah. <laughs> like you open the car and he's like, the Jews cause all wars. The Jews cause mm -hmm. wars. I am William Wallace. The Jews cause what is he, Teddy Ruxpin? He's like, he's like well, Joe's called Mel all Mel Gibson is my co-pilot. What? Mel Gibson is my co-pilot. Yes, that would be quality. No doubt about that. 
Uh, that's funny. Like in that movie where he's a pilot with Jamie mm-hmm. Lee Curtis, and yeah. he gets old really fast because he was like cryogenically frozen, but not very well. Uh, forever young. Forever young. That's what it's called. Forever yeah. Young. Why is cryogenically refrigerated? Because that's effective. Well, in this movie, the technology's from like World War II, so they were much better at it back oh. then than we are now. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Something got lost in translation there. Yeah. That's really, that's kind of heartwarming. I can't explain how much, Ooh. so. Uh, heartwarming. Yes, there you go. How many and, cryogenically oh frozen related movies are there? There's Demolition Man. There's Forever Young. Wasn't there one about, I don't think there's too many other ones. Like Ice Caveman, who was like, oh, naturally yeah, that was the. And, then yeah, and, and Fino Man. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, he was naturally Fino frozen. Man. He was like in a glacier mm-hmm. or something. Austin Powers. Yeah, exactly. It's like he comes out with a woolly mammoth. Yes, Austin um, Powers, yeah, sure. which was a direct sure. ripoff of Demolition Man, and they did it on purpose. They made fun of the Demolition mm-hmm. Man. They. The step three, yeah. warm goo process. Warming goo. Mm-hmm. Never before um, the movie. That one's not out right. yet. Clearly, that the that's a big part of it. Yes. be in there somewhere. No yeah, question about absolutely. that. There have been lots of movies that featured, like, the stupid science experiment where you put the boot into a cryo tube and then you pull it out and you shatter it or something like that, or a flower. Like, uh, mm-hmm. Billy Madison, they did that. They did it in Billy Madison with the cryogen, the liquid nitrogen. Why? The fly, the fly. liquid nitrogen? Eh, I don't know. Maybe. No. Let's just, let's just make no. things up and then Star Trek <laughs> 1, you know, the part where he gets frozen exactly. for no That's reason. Yeah. yeah. The search Calvin for Spock. The movie, which was never because made. he was frozen and... Oh, Empire Strikes so Back. Carbonite. Carbonite. Oh, yeah. That's actually... <laughs> Deep of freezing. That's good. Yes. Right? Okay. Well done. Yeah. And, um... Uh, what was that movie about the Russian winter? Oh no, that was just people freezing. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think it was called Hitler's Army Makes Its Last Zivago. Mistake. Doctor Zhivago. Yes, starring yeah. Stalin, Lots of Joseph Stalin, starring Stalin, Joey Stalin, <laughs> Joey Stalin. <laughs> and Napoleon. <laughs> oh God! Well, Stalin, Napoleon, and Hitler. You know what else is, has yeah. happened with Napoleon and Hitler? <laughs> it's also called Eddie Izzard's <laughs> historical comedy. They eventually came yeah. to an end, and we also have to come to an end right yeah. now before can we, we freeze. Can we cryogenically freeze the show. That's really what needs to happen. And yes, one day. That's what we need to do. When things are funnier in the future, <laughs> exactly. we will return at a better taste and time. To a time when Joe makes sense. <laughs> we hope you guys enjoyed things. But not until that day. Please oh, let everyone know. Futurama. Keep listening. Tell your friends. All about that. And contact everyone and let everyone know. And we'll see you guys soon. Say goodbye, everybody. Cryogenically freeze yourself and get the future to listen to us. And then that will be Smash! Da, 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 da. Let the cars be cars! Smash! The proceeding was a presentation of the MEP Report, hosted at www.mepreport.com. All rights reserved. In no way should any part of this show be construed as an invitation to buy, sell, or trade flightless birds, or reassemble Voltron. Or at least, not the stupid one of the cars. Please support the MEP Report by voting for the show at www.vitalpodcast.com, adding the show to your list of favorites at podcastpickle.com, and clicking on the Vote for MEP link on the MEP Report homepage to vote for us at podcastalley.com. Email us at Greg, Russ, Story, or Andy at mepreport.com, and call us and leave a voicemail or a fax at 206-600-MEP1. That's 206-600-6371. And finally, please join the fight to stop the senseless farming of emu plants. It's immoral, it's unethical, and frankly, it's just a little bit gross. Just another day away